On today's episode of Brody and the Beard, Kelly and I are going to discuss the NBA's plans of possibly coming back, the opening up of the Houston practice facility, and Tillman Fertitta's conversation with Donald Trump. If the offense is triangular, it's something like a prism. Put you on that lockdown defense like a prison. Hakeem was the dream. The MVPs must be his children. They won 22 games in a row. That's a rhythm. Triple double rust, man. I need you to acknowledge he don't do this for the optics, man. He do this for the rockets. Opponents want the smoke. They in his pockets. Don't you get him started? He a monster. He a lockness. Ah. And James Harden, that's the beer gang. Every time he dribble, his opponents feeling fear, man. It's Brody and the beard, don't be a victim. The legends in the flesh to the show you are a witness. Seek and you shall find all the answers to your questions. Tune in, he gon' tell the truth, you like confessions. Gather round, come and hear the word, just like a Christian. I'm urging you to listen, it's the Kelly ecosystem. Welcome to a new episode of Brody and the Beard on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mo DeKeel, and with me, as always, is our beat writer on the ground. He's got all the yeah. ins and outs, got all the dirt, has a dorky helmet. Kelly Eco. Whoa, Kelly, whoa, whoa, how whoa, we whoa, doing? Whoa, 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 no, no, <laughs> no. Is that not a new nickname for you? <laughs> Mr. Helmet. I've been getting called that by my friends, man. Mr. I was going to call, I was just going to call you Dorky Helmet. Helmet Dork. Let's see. Let's, let's, let's try to troubleshoot nah, some names that, here, that, Kelly. That let's work. see what we come up work. with. Let's do that for the whole podcast. Forget. I, 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 <laughs> I don't know what's more embarrassing, the helmet or the mustache. <laughs> I can shave mine. I can take my helmet off. So. Yeah, but you need to be wearing that when you ride the bike to protect that. Yeah, exactly. See, see, you see, that's the that's the basis of why everyone who's coming for me needs to realize it's safety first. I'm sorry. It looks cool, you know, without a helmet. I mean, no, it doesn't look cool. That's fall, kind of the problem. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if if you don't wear a helmet, it looks cool. But if you fall off the bike. Sorry for your head, you know. So yeah, no, no. We listen. All the all the people who don't like me on this podcast definitely want to make sure you wear your helmet and stay safe. So it's not just a Mo Solo Houston Rockets podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on though? Not much, man. We got some big news today. I mean, it was pretty interesting yeah. uh, day today. Our uh, good old buddy, friend of the program, Sam Amick, as well as Sham Sharanian. Reporting some interesting stuff today that the NBA is looking at Disneyland slash actually not Disneyland, Disney World as a place for a potential bubble and to be able to resume the season, man. It's uh it's getting pretty interesting out there. And you know, you know, with the last couple of weeks, you could see that there was talks were ramping up as to find some sort of some sort of a, a solution to the NBA because everyone wanted the league to come back and it was just a matter of finding a place that could host a lot of NBA teams, all the NBA teams actually, and a place that had enough facilities to keep you guys safe, keep you guys tested regularly, and let everything come back. So could it be Orlando? I, th- I think it is. I think it makes the most sense to me just because it's private property and it's easier to kind of close that off a bit versus like, you know, if you, Vegas being the other op- the other option that they were looking at, it's a little bit harder, even though they had a good idea with MGM kind of creating a sort of campus thing, but it's just like, that's still a city that you can't really shut down. It can't really close. Right. But um, how, how would that have worked in Vegas? Like the whole logistics of, you know, the, the strip and all the facilities that Vegas has, the casinos and the arenas and stuff like that. Like, well, a lot like of the summer places, league thing? 
like a lot of those places were closed. And I think the idea was, you know, they, they're able to handle summer league. So they, they could be able to handle the, the playoffs or, or whatever the, the format is. is. And it's pretty cramped in there though. If, if you, if you think about it. Well, I mean, it's not like there's going to be fans there. Right. True. So it's not, it's not, true. it's, it's going to be pretty empty in terms of that base. Like we're not, listen, folks, we're not having fans back and, and we're still not fully clear in terms of what necessarily is what the league is going to look like coming back Are all 30 teams coming back. Or are we getting a, uh, just straight into the playoffs? Like there's still a lot of questions to be up in the air, but I think, um, and I'm going to plug, a another athletic podcast nerd or she wrote, we had, Keith Smith on from Yahoo Sports, who actually wrote the story of Disney World being a possibility yeah. basically a month ago. He had it first. He had this thing locked down. And for those that don't know, he used to work at Disney for about 20 years. So, like, this dude knows the ins and outs of Disney World. And he said, listen, they got more than enough space. They have several courts in which they could broadcast a game from. They have plenty of space to house guys they have a cafeteria they have areas where guys can practice i mean it was funny because i brought it up there on the pod it sounds almost closer to like olympic village than than what would you would be able to get with vegas which is a little bit more difficult but wait if it's disney world isn't that almost guaranteeing that abc has you know total control over the broadcast or how would does TNT I'm get, sure to, TNT, get to go? TNT will be involved as well. I, I'm sure there's NBA you know, TV the, and stuff like that. Or is it- yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure TNT is going to be involved in all that stuff. But I mean, it also makes sense, right? Like you're going to partner with, you know, Disney obviously owns ESPN. Is yeah. you know a partner with the league? Like they're going. It makes sense to hey, let's right. let's team up and and put this together. And I don't, you know, they're not going to cut out. TNT and the NBA is not going to cut out their other partners because right. that's also a large revenue stream that goes into the the business. So I think they they would all work together. And I think ultimately the goal is to work together on this to come up with a solution. And that also includes working with the players. I think if I have two questions, um, one, is it too soon? And two, what are the incentives for, you know, a team like the Hawks or a team like you know, or the magic, like what are what are their pulls for coming back this early? To 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 go to your question, your, the second question first in terms of like what are these teams that are completely out of the playoff race? You know what? How how excited are they to do this? I don't know. Like I don't think it makes sense to be honest with you. If in in my view of things, in my perfect world, we probably don't. We probably go straight to the playoffs. Or maybe okay. this is the time to do a playing tournament with the few teams that were close uh, into it. Because I also think it's smart maybe to limit the number of teams you have in there. Yeah, because you don't want to have all bubble. 30 teams. Yeah. Maybe not all 30 teams. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not necessarily clear on that. So for me, like my opinion of it is I think you – I think honestly you should just go straight into the playoffs and try to just go. And, and you know, the teams that just missed out – you know, the 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 Pelicans, the Blazers, uh, the Wizards, I think were five games out, which is a lot. But, you know, the the East is so bad, they probably could have caught it. Um, you also had 60 something games beforehand. You know, I felt like that was <laughs> I always felt like that was enough. You know, if, if if to be honest, you you didn't make it, you didn't make it. It's just it's tough break. But I, I think I think one of the more confusing things is if you decide to do bring teams back. 
what if you don't bring all 30 teams back? Then how about the teams that potentially lose out on money? Like, how does that work? And so let's say um, the Timberwolves had 15 or 20 games left in the season. If you don't bring them back, do they still get part of that pie? Like, how does... I think so. I think you, you got to do it. I think you have to do it. I think you got to cut them in. I think you can't really. It's a tough situation, right? Yeah. But 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 as you're seeing all around the country, you know, places are opening back up, like especially Texas, where, you know, they've had their phase one, phase two, or phase three of opening barbershops. Did they close? Opening... It didn't feel like they closed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know you saw, I know you saw that video of uh, Prospect Park the other day, but it was just packed to the brim. It is, but you know Texas is. I don't know. Well, anyway, they they open in phase one, phase two, phase three, phase three being um on the eighteenth, and and, and it was those kind of a sense that you know that guys were going to eventually start going back to the facilities, you know, albeit small numbers because everyone's spread out all over the country. But as you saw, Tucker, Isaiah Hardenstein, Bruno Caboclo, they were in this this past couple of days. It's interesting to see how many more guys will come back to Houston now, knowing that the league is getting closer and closer to a decision. It feels like we're trending that way, right? Like, it feels like we're going to get hoops here pretty, you know, some point in July, unless stuff gets really drastic and, and things change radically. And hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it doesn't change for the worse in, in any of this scenario for anybody. And I hope everybody who's listening safe and, and, and all of that, I think we should have probably started that on the podcast but i was too busy making fun of your helmet um the, <laughs> got excited what can i do uh and and to your first question too of like do you do you think it's too soon so let's say july 1st is the the day they have in mind if it's without fans i don't think it's too soon because we've seen it in soccer uh the bundesliga came back german soccer came back uh last weekend uh no fans but you know, they play the game, they had tests, you know, masks, everything. I don't know. I really don't know if it's too soon or not. Because there's always going to be criticism from people that try to bring stuff back too early because there's the whole money grab and stuff like that, the entertainment value. But it's a very fine line and it's a tricky subject. So I think July 1st, it might be a sweet spot. It really depends on the CDC and, you know, the number of tests and cases that come up from now until then. But I think if you take it from the middle of March to July, what's that, three three months, three and a half months? Yeah, April, May, June, yeah. So I think it's kind of the sweet spot in terms of how long you would wait to see if it's possible, like three months, three, four months. But... I mean, it's it's so it's so tricky. It's hard to say, really. Yeah, I I think we're seeing a lot of places open up, and even places that were a bit more—I don't know how to say this without pissing people off—but more stricter with their with their lockdowns, <laughs> like like California for that matter. Like, you right. know, they've they've come out and said, you know, we might have pro sports with no fans in July. So, you know, and 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 we've been in a, a tight lockdown and for the most part. And so like, I think across the board, there's a little more optimism with that stuff. And I love that you brought up Germany and the, the Bundesliga cause it's, you know, they've done a good job. Like, and I thought that was really interesting and in how they pulled that off. Um, you know, every case is different. Every scenario is different. Every city's different in how they're dealing with this. 
and so on. So I kind of think the NBA is doing a bit of a smart approach. You know, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting with uh, Zach Lowe that teams start in July one can start to recall guys and start to get them back into their facilities, and you know they can start kind of getting this thing going here and try to get a little bit more of a, a training camp and get these guys ready to to play. And like you said, the Rockets opened up their facility. They've already had a couple of guys in. And, you know, it's important to note that not everybody's in Houston, you know, and not everybody's in the city they play in. You know, this thing ended and everybody scattered. Yeah. Like, for example, Robert Covington is out of the, out of the state. Austin Rivers might be out of the state. It's just, and even guys there from other teams, like, I know Clint Capella is still in Houston. You know, there's just a lot, of, there's a lot of things that have to move around to get guys back in their respective cities that requires travel. You know, that also brings up the question of safety, you know, because the airport isn't the safe, ain't the safe to Road trip to right now. Road trip, <laughs> Kelly. Road trip, Tom. Get an RV, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to Google how long it is from L.A. to Houston. Uh, <laughs> it's like four days, dude. <laughs> well, that's my favorite thing about Texas is you could drive six hours and still be in Texas. You could drive an hour in Houston, two hours you should still be in Houston. So <laughs> I, get, I get what you mean. It's, it's, you mean. It, 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 it's not that bad. About 23 hours, assuming you don't but, stop. Huh? But look, here's, here's what I want to say. For, for guys that are coming back, um, like the older guys, the Rockets have an older team. What's the sweet spot of a training camp because obviously they're going to need a training camp to get guys get their legs back into a rhythm before you know games start again but what do you think is the sweet spot to get guys you know in shape yeah i think you're looking at probably about a month you know i think it takes a while and and here's the truth is you're never going to be just ready for nba shape until you're in the nba games uh it's it's just one of those things but I think guys will need about a month, obviously varying levels of degrees in terms of what guys are going to look like when they come back, who's been who's been able to work out and who hasn't. And and it's not a it shouldn't be considered shaming somebody. If somebody comes in and probably not in top physical shape, it's easy to just say, like, yo, I was in my apartment, like I didn't have a gym, I didn't have access to stuff. Um, and, and I think that's gonna be the case for a lot of guys, and teams are gonna have to figure that out. And balance and not trying to do too much too quickly, right? Like you, you don't want to just have a dude pull a hamstring because you tried to get him yeah. running sprints when he was should have just been jogging for a while. Yeah, I think one thing to add on the whole Germany sports stuff, those European countries have been handling the lockdown much better than in the United States. You know, they haven't had as much public outrage as you've seen in, around the country of People being tired of being locked down. I saw a video of some guy at Costco who refused to wear a mask at the checkout aisle and got his stuff taken away from him. But like Germany's been handling it pretty well. Yeah, it, it, I, and, it, it and makes sense why they could come back earlier. Right, and, and and they've been in lockdown a little earlier than us too, and 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 that stuff. The, they they're in a different curve than us. And you know, to to the to your larger question, I don't necessarily think it's too early, but it is important, I think, for the NBA to get a handle of. How are we going to travel, guys? Yeah. How are we going to get guys to facilities? How are we going to get the teams to go from the facilities, assuming they go with Orlando? And how do we get them to Orlando, right? Because you're not driving cross country. You know, you're not, you're, <laughs> not pile, you're not piling the Lakers and Clippers in a bus and driving from L.A. to Orlando. You know, you got to kind of get a handle on how you're going to handle those things. 
And I think the other thing that's kind of important, Kelly, and and gosh, I hope this doesn't, this sounds good in my head, but might sound bad after I say it out loud. So I apologize. Uh, I mean this in a nice way, but it's important to find out if any of your guys have the disease, you know, and, and, yeah, and yeah. if you have them in your facility, you can make sure they're tested. You can get the results. You can quarantine. You can do whatever you have to do. And I think that's part of why this is also being laid out in a process. Get the guys in in June, be able to start working, having them all work out together. Let's test them all, make sure everybody's okay, and then go from there. And then, you know, then go from them to get them to Orlando. Then in Orlando, there's going to be tons of testing and just kind of keep track of that stuff. I think that's really the game. Because what if somebody, you know, has it, asymptomatic, you know, plays a game. There's a lot of contact and then someone else gets it. Then what do you do? Do you shut the league down again or do you just put those guys in isolation? How do, there's a lot of it's, it's a real tricky subject, which is why people need to understand that there's a reason why the league has been talking and talking and talking because no one has all the answers to this to this virus and no one has all the answers to when sports will come back. But people are trying their best to have some sort of solution and which is why you have to be patient and listen to the guys that are in charge of making decisions, what they're trying to do. Fans, I think everybody needs to understand that there's no risk-free scenario in this. Exactly. Right? And, 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 and it's a question of, of how, much, how much risk are you willing to take on? And it'd be foolish to think, listen, we're going to get everybody in the bubble and nobody's going to test positive at all during however long we do this. Right? Like, you know, it's, 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 I, I would, it would be an amazing feat if that were the case. I, I think that's not realistic. I think it's a question of not if somebody tests positive, positive it's a matter well, of when, when do they test positive. It's, it's going to happen. It's a question of how many, what's the scenario. And you bring the important question too of like, well, what do you do? You know, do you quarantine an entire team when somebody has it? Or, you know, if, if it's just one guy and you quarantine him, that's fine because then you just treat it like as if it was an injury, as if the guy just had the flu or twisted an ankle or whatnot. Or, you know, what happens if like three guys on a team catch it? And that's that's an issue and that's stuff that they're going to have to really kind of figure out. And and I haven't seen anything. Maybe you have. I haven't seen anything in terms of what the plan is. I think I s- maybe saw something where they were going to like stop for like two days and, and figure it out. But yeah, I don't know if that's I've, the case. I've only seen that. I've only seen that in soccer where they have like a, a detailed plan of what they want to do, a protocol for, for returns. But what about some of the elder coaches too? Because, and I saw something about um, Larry Nance Jr. that has Crohn's disease. Like there are guys that are at risk for this disease, you know, and who might not want to risk, you know, a, a return just because entertainment value. It's really, it's it's really hard to me also, and y- you know, like Javale McGee has asthma. If these guys choose to say, "Look, man, like I would love to play, but I got to be extra careful," and this just probably doesn't make sense for me, I don't think there should be anything said about them in any way, shape, or form. There should be no punishment. There should be no teams shouldn't pressure guys. I think you know, media people shouldn't say much, say anything about it. You know, like in the sense of 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 taking shots at a guy, uh, I would like to think basketball Twitter would behave, but you and I both know better. That never happens. It, yeah, that that ain't happening. But like, there there are a lot of issues, and and older coaches, for example, I mean, hell, Coach D'Antoni's sixty nine. Sixty nine, right? nice. Okay, but um, <laughs> trying to have a serious conversation, man, and you do this. 
Gosh dang it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, um Sam speaking of Sam again, he I think we should change Sam's name to Sam Aggregation. But uh, oh, boy. his his good his good piece on uh, Mike D'Antoni and Warren Legary, you know, raised interesting points because technically his contract expires, you know, before any basketball would resume. And it was interesting, interesting to see Legary saying that he and his client wouldn't bail on the franchise and they have a job to finish the season out and that's what they're going to do. But realistically, how does that language work out in terms of negotiation, in terms of is it like a gray area as far as contracts go? It's, it's a really interesting situation. Yeah, I wonder, you know, for me, and this is a very simplistic view of it, but I wonder if they're just like, look, we'll just tack on two months or whatever, however long this thing is, you know, um, we'll, we'll make you an at will or, you know, uh, employee. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, there, there will be some sort of negotiation behind that, but I don't think it's going to be, it's not going to lead to like an extension. Hey, we're going to extend you five years. <laughs> you know, I, I, right. I, I don't think unless Warren can pull off some magic, which, you know, more power to him if that's what they do. But I think that's a, a very interesting thing. But I think it'll, it'll ultimately end up being figured out because you have the same issue with players that are free agents. Right. right? Their, and, and their contracts end July 1. Right. Right. That's oh, that's even a bigger thing. Yeah. The, the players. Are, yeah, that's true. So, so I just think it's just a, Tacking on year, uh, uh, a few months, not years. Sorry, so a few months. who 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 has that? Is that is that a discussion for the NBA Players Association and the league, or how does that? You know, that's because that's pretty. That's a very good point you brought up about the contracts to July one. So yeah, no, it, I, I signed it. I'm not. I'm not playing no more. <laughs> right. So I think there's there's a lot of issues there. I think they can. I think they'll have a uh, substantial conversations about it and things like that. I think there's going to be the part of that. And you got to remember like players also aren't, aren't getting their full paychecks now. Right. You, you know, so like some of these guys who, who are going to be free agents be like, yeah, I kind of need that check. So, <laughs> you know, there, right. there's, there's going to be, I think there's just going to be, we're not MLB, right? Like we're not yeah. arguing over money. Like, I don't think right. that's the issue between the players and the, and the, and the, the league. And I think that's a good thing. And I think that puts them in a good spot. So I think overall we're we're in a positive place though, Kelly. Like we we might actually have actual basketball to talk about in the near future, and that's going to be a godsend because I know people are tired of the 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 old games showing on TV. The Jordan doc is is finished, you know. Unless you want to rewatch that, but people by the people way, Kelly, sports speak what? speak for yourself. I have no problem watching old games. I love it. Well, I mean, we know that. I'm saying for the vast majority of people, maybe maybe they don't. They should they all be like tired. me. Their their goal my, should be to be like Mo. <laughs> that works for the first two three weeks. After two months, I think it's time to watch. It. <laughs> I've been trying to get you to watch some old games. I haven't been able to pull that off. Uh, I, I watch your threads though. Yeah, I, I look at your threads. The <laughs> That's the only way that. I can get you to pay attention. Uh, <laughs> we do got to talk about one thing, and, and and then we can probably bounce from there. So, our uh, Tillman Fertitta was at the uh, Trump White House for a a meeting oh amongst restaurant tours, and you know to kind of do their business and 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 kind of check in and 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 see how to reopen and all that stuff. But uh, Kelly, some stuff. 
Some NBA it's, news kind of popped up. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's funny you brought up about China. I should have realized it was going to be a bad year for China when my general manager tweeted out, you know, freedom for Hong Kong. So <laughs> that started my, my year with China. you kept it quiet, right? And you kept that, that quiet. So, uh, so I'm still trying to work that out. <laughs> and here comes something he else. He owns the Houston Rockets, in case you don't know. And but, he's a great, and by the way, he's a great guy, great family, great everything. And, uh, yeah, he did uh, cause you a little ruckus. Did, whatever <laughs> yeah. happened to him, by yes, the way? Is he yes. still working for you? Yes, he is. He must because, be pretty good. Yes, because uh, <laughs> it's just uh, it's a trick question, but, but he is. So, so, but, but, Honestly, but, I think but, it was unnecessary. I think it was a cheap shot. Um, I don't think that was, that's the best time to, you know, be bringing up your general manager and, and, and the, the stuff that should be going on behind closed doors, you know, in front of the president. Um, with all everything going on, I think this is the time to, you know, keep guys together, you know, and not, quote unquote, throw someone under the bus. And I, I, I just think that it was unnecessary. I, I, I think you didn't have to do that. They could have had that conversation a number of ways without bringing up Maury's name or China. Um, because they had the, no the focus of the matter, there. yeah, the focus of the matter was your restaurants. <laughs> it didn't say your restaurants, and, and by the way, your your NBA team that you're running. No, it didn't say that. So I just thought it was unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, it, it had no business in there. And the thing that really kind of got me a little bit was, you know, like the, the president kind of saying, like, and you you still kept him. He, he must be good. And it's not like he he didn't come back right away saying like, yeah, he's great. Like you can rec- at least recover a little bit and be like give give Daryl a little bit of support, but instead it was kind of like yeah, it's sort of like a tricky question, you yeah, know. Was... And I'm like, oh, come on, man! Like <laughs> the optics, there... the optics shit didn't look great at that. It didn't look it, great. It, it, it definitely didn't look good. It, you know, there's there's enough. Chaos. Poor Daryl. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like clip. <laughs> he had to have man, and and unfortunately, it's like we've already talked about the questions with D'Antoni and what's going on there. You got to figure out how the league's going to come back and how's everything yeah. going to happen with that. And now you got this on top of it. And you just got to wonder too, like if you're Daryl, it's like, okay, like, all right, I guess I'll deal with it. Like, you know, what, what do you say to that? You know? And, and it sucks. It's it just like, like, it's, it's not fun, man. Like it's just, not, it's, it's a bad look. And we talk about it all the time. Like, you know what I used to love about the Rockets? It was, it always felt like this organization was on the same page from ownership all the way down to the players. And the one thing it's looked like all year, it's like, nah, man, they're not even in the same book. You know, it's like each department's in a different area. And it's, and, and, and for me and my personal opinion, the most successful organizations are all on the same page. It doesn't necessarily mean it's perfect harmony all the time. But, but they're you all said at least understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and it just feels like, man, like you just put yourself in this weird situation and now you're ripping off something that nobody was talking about. Like how <laughs> much was the Daryl Morey tweet mentioned in the past three months? The only time yeah. was maybe just talking about how, how the NBA is lost, is losing money with the, with the pandemic and you add in right. that, that tweet, but that's it. It wasn't a storyline. And he made it a storyline. Yeah, it, it was definitely uncalled for. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. He said it. You can't take it back. So the only thing you can do is, I guess. I'll <laughs> say this. Yeah. This is my question for you, Kelly. Yeah, right. If you're a coach or a GM, 
and you have multiple exactly. options. I, I, I know, I know, it's, I know you're going with this, and the answer is no. Yeah, <laughs> like how do you? It, it's one thing if this is your only option, right? If you're right. the the only team you've interviewed with, the only chance you have is with the Houston Rockets. You're taking that job. There's no, it doesn't matter. You're dealing with it. Right. This is how Donald right. Sterling was able to be in the league for so long, right? Like they got coaches and stuff because there's only thirty of these jobs. But if you're a guy that has options, couple options, yeah. You, what do you, know. you know, you kind of, it goes into the equation of like, do I really want to have to deal yeah, with it's your with, boss? Yeah. 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 This is the owner. Do I have to want to deal with this kind of loose cannon as an owner? Like he's come out and says things over and over again. And I'm just like, man, it just, it just paints a bad look. Yeah. It's, it's certainly not an appealing, you know, pull for a free agent coach or maybe even a boy. Well, I'm not sure about players, but. As far as coaching goes, you know, front office stuff like that, hires, I don't think it's the greatest um, advertisement to, to get someone to come on board. But no, It just, just a, makes it tough, man. It just makes it tough. <laughs> makes it tougher on the team and, and things like that. Um, right. Gosh, I felt like we started out so positive and ended so negative. Uh, do you have right. any good news, Kelly? Do you have anything? Like, do you got, what's, what's the story you got coming out that's going to uplift the people? I have an exclusive on... Uh, what James Harden has been doing, you know, since uh, oh, buddy, for his workout. Okay. Yeah, he's always been staying in shape. He didn't want to come on the podcast and talk to me. Not, not so much. Not not so much. Okay. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe if you grew your beard like that, you know, maybe. I mean, beard listen, bros. listen, listen, Kelly and Sasha. You might have to edit this part out, but uh, guy's name Muhammad probably shouldn't grow a full beard like that. No, I'm just gonna say. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> probably not the best idea these days. That's but, uh, true. That's yeah, true. I probably that's shouldn't true. even that's grow true. the mustache, but it's okay. Um, I kind of look like Magnum <laughs> PI with my mustache, but I'm okay. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> but that's awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Hey guys, don't forget to check out our last podcast with Shane Battier. I thought I thought it was awesome with some great insight, and then also read Kelly's interview with him on the uh, Athletic. You got a 30-day free trial. Kelly, anything else, man? Nope. Wash your hands, people. Wash, Wash your hands. Wear, wear a mask. Be, behave. Uh, wear, stay socially wear a distance. helmet if you ride your bike. Wear a dorky helmet if you ride your bike near Kelly. That's that's all I got. So for Kelly Eco, for Sasha Shaw, for Mo the Keel, we out. <laughs> <laughs>